Hello, welcome and thank you for joining our hair podcast where our hair is a crown and our gift. Come and join us on this journey of self-love and self-care. My name is Gladia, aka Gladia's Natural, and I will be your host. If you're new here, welcome. And please take a moment to watch all prior episodes as each one piggyback off of the other. And if you're a regular, thanks for listening in again. Please be sure to share and blast these posts with all your friends, family, and group pages. Word of the day, Afro, a popular hairstyle worn on natural hair that involves picking and shaping the hair into a large round halo around the head. Welcome back. In today's episode, we are going to piggyback off the last episode um, where I spoke about protein um, levels in our hair and the different type of products that you can own in order to facilitate that protein level in your hair, whether you want to moisture induce or if you wanted to um, boost up the, the protein level. And there were different ways of doing that. So I, I hope you're able to find a product that could be compatible with your hair. What I'm going to do today is I'm going to show you how to check for um, protein in your products, okay? And what we're going to use, like we've been using from beginning, is the Science of Black Hair. Um, the Comprehensive Guide to Textured Hair Care by Audrey Davis Sivasathi. Um, <laughs> I never pronounced her name right, but Sivasathi. Um, so you guys will find that link of the book um, in the description box. But we're going to be on page 97 and 98. That's where we're going to focus. So I want you guys to open to that section. And I want you to see the section where it says what to check for in protein products. This is important is because you're in the store and you are seeing a whole bunch of products before you. And you're unable to identify which of these products may be compatible with your hair. They may all be great for your hair. However, in the condition that your hair or the current condition that your hair is in, which one of those products will work based off of that information. So this is what I'm going to be able to teach you by the end of this episode. All right. So here is what Miss Audrey said. Almost all hair products contain some type of protein, but some contain more concentrated amounts of protein than others. Proteins in hair products comprise a vast ingredients category. The type of protein used in hair care products will often give you a clue about the protein strength or protein richness of the product. Some proteins are better suited for reinforcing the hair's architecture, while others are better at supporting the hair's stretching and elastic characteristics. Because the proteins in hair products are fairly large substances relative to naturally occurring components of hair, they are for the most part unable to penetrate the fiber and are largely surface acting. Modern protein-rich deep conditioners often partially hydrolyze proteins. 
This means that they have been broken down into low molecular weight amino acids that are more likely to bind strongly to the hair fiber. The smaller amino acids of these hydrolyzed proteins have longer lasting effects on the hair fiber. The major unknown with many of these products, however, is the percentage of protein in their um, composition. While its placement in the list gives us a clue about the strength of the protein in the product, we still cannot determine whether third place in line equals 40% or 4% of the total product composition. This is where experimentation with your hair will have to come into play. When it comes to over-protonating um, hair, the obvious culprits will be protein reconstructor treatment pr products, volumizing shampoo and conditioner lines, most leave-in conditioners, setting lotions, gels, hair color rinses, thickening products, and other products that contain protein or hydrolyzed protein-derived ingredients such as amino acids, which is various, animal protein, cholesterol, collagen, keratin, milk protein, panthenol, soy protein, wheat protein. Hey, have you recently chopped off your permed hair and you were excited to embrace your natural hair, but now you're dreading what to do next? Maybe you've been natural for quite some time and your hair is just not flourishing like you would imagine it to be because everything you've tried has not worked. Or could it be that your hair is growing but it's constantly dry and you can't seem to retain the proper amount of moisture? Listen, I've heard it all because I've been there too and it sucks because now all you really want to do after all this struggling is to slap back that creamy crack you once ran away from. Don't feel bad. You're not alone alone. This is why I came up with a solution. First, put back that creamy crack you're about to use again. And instead, I want you to pick up a copy of my ebook, The Ultimate Guide to Rocking That Natural Hair. That's right. I've created a simple seven-step natural hair framework to help you to tackle those different stages in your natural hair journey. So no more guessing. Our proven hair system has helped thousands of naturals like you to develop their own custom regimen so that they can ultimately reach their hair goals. And now you're about to be next. Download your copy today at www.bit.ly/naturalebook and be well on your way to slaying that beautiful God-giving hair. Again, that's www.bit.ly/naturalebook. E-B-O-O-K. Happy slaying. Hydrolyzed proteins tend to be most aggressive types of proteins because they are small and concentrated. They can bind quickly to the tiny crevices in and around the cuticle scales. All right? So, guys. Here's what Miss Audrey is basically saying. 
So as you see, there are different types of protein products available in the market, but some of them are going to be able to bind in your hair because the shape of these protein levels are large and it may be hard for it to penetrate your hair fibers or even to attach. And so you want to find the most compatible protein um, for um, your hair, okay? Um, and it's usually different ways of doing that. What I would recommend for you to do um, is for you, based on the um, the level that your hair was in, okay? So remember, we had talked about um, moisture deficient, which is protein-induced hair break breakage. And then we talked about protein deficient, which is moisture-induced hair breakage. And I told you, based on where your hair is at, whether it's protein-induced or moisture-induced breakage, you had to find a product that would um, uh, support that or that would um, uh, reverse that condition, basically bringing your hair back to neutral. We don't want to be on the, the extreme side of any one of those um options or these protein levels of your hair you want to be well centered and you want your hair to be really balanced in other words okay so um finding out the protein products that will be compatible with your hair is going to be the best way of um um fixing that okay so there's a part that I think is important is that when it comes to over-protonating hair, the obvious culprits will be protein reconstructor treatment products. And those are volumizing shampoo, conditioner lines, leave-in conditioners. Like it's just you're just doing too much. All right. So hydrolyzed proteins tend to be the most aggressive types of protein because they are much smaller and they are definitely more concentrated. All right, guys. So when you're looking at the back of your products, look for these things. Look for those words, milk protein, panthenol, and then see how you can use it in your hair um, and not, not overdo it. So I gave you guys a formula in the last episode of how often you should be using these proteins in your hair based on what you were able to analyze from your hair. I need you to go back to that episode. I need you to go back to that information and I need you to review it. While you're reviewing it, you're trying to understand, okay, which of these type of products do I have? Am I giving the right amount of protein in my hair? Am I, am I overdoing it or am I underdoing it? And your hair will be able to tell you. And you need to do this for at least two to four weeks to really see results to really see what your hair is telling you so some of you may do it twice a month some of some of you might have to do it once a week for four weeks okay so it all depends on where you fall on that scale all right so i hope this was very helpful for you next week we're gonna talk about what to check for in your moisture products okay so stick with me and definitely subscribe so that you are in the know when we release that episode. Until then, my love, always, always stay natural. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening in to our hair podcast where self-love and self-care is our number one priority. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this post to your friends, family, and with your favorite hair groups. 
I look forward to you listening in again on our next post. Until next time, bye-bye. Hey guys, welcome to Gladia's Natural Podcast. I am so happy to be basically doing this podcast through Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to literally create a podcast like this one I'm creating. They give you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right away from your phone or your computer. And then there are so many other great features like the creation tool, which allows you to record and edit your podcast. So it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. And the best part about it all is that you can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So I don't know about you, but that sealed the deal for me. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F like Frank, M like Mary. Have a great one. 